Love a fourth meal because I didn't even really have dinner tonight. Well, you didn't have dinner. No, you always, straight you always do a, a dinner before you come here. You always do some kind of meal or something. Why do you think that? I actually don't think I ate this week or last time. Every anyway. time before you come, you go. Oh, I'll, I'll be over there. I just got to eat. Oh, I did do that last time, right? Yeah, you don't know how to. You don't know how to eat and run. You like nori, grab a slice. I'm not nori. Yeah. No, I'm all during the week. I basically starve myself, so it's hard. I have to arrange the meal mm. properly. If it was the weekend. I don't care because I'm just shoveling whatever comes right down my gullet. Right. But during the week, you keep it, keep it. Mellow. I keep it. Yeah. No, no. Pretty hardcore. Mm. Like almost probably there's probably some deep emotional problems here. Yeah. To the way too, but I go the other way. Just eat all the time. Yeah. I mean, not, not in the last two weeks. Not even the last two weeks. Yeah. But you going back to, um, I don't know what I'm going to do a little reset. Sure. Um, Cypher, real quick, before we get to our guest, what, is everything okay with you this week? You and time this week was a little, there were some things going on there. Me and time? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about, no, 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 me, no, you and time. By, by the way, in this very, because I'm always wrong, mm-hmm. I gave you the win just assuming I was wrong. Okay. I went back and read the text. Yeah, what did it say? You were actually n- at least not right. I said, what's up? Let's do, what can we do? We have time tonight, whatever. You said, sure. I said, cool, I'm around after 8 p.m. Okay. You said, okay. I hit you at 8.10, and you acted like I had flaked on the whole night. So. I said, after 8. You're missing a part. Okay. You said, we should do 20 minutes. Right. So, that's 8 to 8.20 to me. To me, that's 8 to 8.20. You still weren't on at 8.16. Well, I was having, I, I, by the way, I ended up having a huge technical problem. So it oh, worked sorry. out for the best. No, it's oh, okay. Good, I God. think, I think I figured it out. Yeah. But anyways, that was our small time glitch. Yeah. Then you got another one wrong where you're running Sean oh, J that. period. Wait, or, hold on. Don't, wait, first, wait one second. Thank you so much. Love you so much. Here's the deal. No, I, my window, now that I got this job, you know, I got that job, right? I, I know you do. You know, I got that job. I know you're at 94, seven, the block. Every, I listen, you, you notice me texting you and listening. 94, seven, the block, New York's number one for throwbacks. I've heard that. Um, my windows are tiny now, bro. Your job's the bane of my existence. So I, I respect that. So I got, I only have but so much time with the kids, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the time with the kids is bullshit. It's feeding, showering. Not, not even fun. Not even fun. By the way, did you see here? Did you even notice the shot Emilio took at you in our chat? No. When you said. <laughs> what did he say? When you were being a dick about time and you said, I've got kids. And Emilio wrote, since when? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the windows are tight. Yeah. Things get complicated. We're going to get it. We're, no, worry. but listen, we're so far. We're still rolling. We haven't missed a beat so far. We out here. Knock on wood. Um, Shout out to. The uh, one-up fans that came to my show in Richmond, Virginia. Oh, yeah. You were just saying something about your one-up fans. Well, first of all, for, okay, I got mad. I, I kind of yelled at some one-up fans. Excuse me? Why was, would you do there such was a one thing? Guy, there was one guy with a guy who wasn't a one-up fan, 
And there was another guy by himself. What do you mean? He was sitting, he bought one ticket. This is Richmond, Virginia? Yeah, he came to the comedy show by himself. And I screamed at the one F. I said, yo, y'all got to start bringing some chicks around. You've been screaming this at one F people for years, bro. It's never going to happen. I'm t- what do you mean? You can't come by yourself. You look like a psycho. But re- I respect to the guy that came through. <laughs> oh, you sounds but, like um, But um, uh, shout to Bryce. Mm-hmm. Bryce is a DJ down there in uh, Richmond. He came to the oh, show. Oh, I know Bryce. Yeah. He, you know he, Bryce. He sends me clean records every week. Yes. He told yes, you he that? Said that. Yes. Yeah, that's my dude. Great guy. Is is uh is Bryce white? Never, not at all. Really? Nowhere near. I liked him even more now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assumed he was yeah. like another version of me. No. Which no. of course I well, am disgusted seen, by. I know nothing. This is what I'm from what the what, what I when I met him, what it seems like he's one of those blacks that's kind of white. No, like I don't, childish Gambino. I don't like what you're saying. I don't like what you're saying. No, but I, I, th- I assumed he was a white, like, college radio nerd. No, black. He's a black college radio nerd. Black nerd, yeah. Yes. A blurred, whatever. Uh, he was great. And then there was another guy there who had his wife with him. Okay. And I got into the whole, I said, hold on, you, he, he forces you to listen to Wan Up in the car or in the crib. Now he forced you to come to the show. And mm. she goes, it's his birthday. That's very nice. Thank you very much, lady. So then, so after I talked to them after the show, I only spoke to one up fans after the show. Really? Yeah, I didn't talk to them. But I told I would wait for them and I'd be like, hey, psst, hey, come here, come over here. And by the way, how did you know they were all one up fans, bro? Bro, I had, I had, I go, yo, how long you been listening to me? He goes. Years ago. Oh. Well. Years ago. And, I go, and then I just, I turned my back to the crowd and I go, who did I use to DJ for? And two guys go, little kid. That's it. And so you know your people. And then I go, what is the current re- relationship status of Rosenberg? And they go, divorced. Oh, no, no, I'm engaged now. They're still saying divorced? Until I get married again. <laughs> I don't know. Am I always going to be divorced? I don't know. All right. So, but anyway. Yeah, without so any further ado. Love love those guys. Love you, man. Thank yeah, you. Shout out to the one. Do you have anything you need to... We'll deal with your plugs later. No, no, no. I'm, this is after. And and by the way, to everyone who's on the Patreon, we love you. Shout out to our Patreon people. Patreon.com slash is life. In fact, there may be parts from today's big interview that you only get on Patreon. Yeah. We'll see. But without any further ado, Saif, let's bring in our guy. Are you respecting my beds? On 94.7 The Block? I haven't really been paying attention to the best. You, ha- you didn't hear eight, st- 8 Steps to Perfection? No, you Company did. Oh, flow? you did it? You didn't hear Day One? Uh, uh, D-I-T-Z? No. I don't got, I, no, my bed's on fire. Well, you can't. Put your headphones on so you can even hear what I'm playing here. Okay. Came up last week, two weeks in a row. These 30 seconds of this song is why we'll eventually have to delete this episode. Um, and, and the man who made this record, Sean J. Period, Ooh, on the show. Welcome you. aboard, Thank man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. So, so how did this come about? Did L hit you or did someone tell you that he talked about you on the podcast? Did you like hear it? How did this end up working out? A couple of people, um, just, you know, a couple of friends were texting me. And then Kelsey, who came with me today, he actually um, said, Man, he mentioned, then I saw L, spoke to L. So a couple of people, you know, friends outside of the business and also, you know, L as well. So, so first of all, you're in Brooklyn, correct? Queens. Queens. Look, he had a couple of. There's a couple of. Yeah. So oh, we got, got a fact check. Got a fact check. Okay. So Queens. Queens. Uh, I used to be in Brooklyn though. So. And, and, and where are you originally from? Uh, outside of Richmond. So Richmond. I was just in Richmond. <laughs> yeah. I was just there. So you were right about that. <laughs> you nailed that part. The only person I hit 
I said, well, who I know in Richmond? I hit mad skills. I go, yo, I'm doing a show down there. I he don't goes, think he's there. He goes, I live in LA. That's it. Yeah, I found that out too. <laughs> Damn. Uh, last year. Yeah, he's like, I, I, I live in I was like, all right, we'll send your family. Well, do you know where the ha ha hole is? Where did you play? <laughs> no, no. He was describing it. And I was like, Sandman's yeah, no. Comedy Club. You, you don't know where Sandman's Comedy Club is? No. <laughs> I go back, but, you know, I'm not out. I'm like that. Like that. Yeah, okay, okay. Sure. How long you been in New York now? Since since, since we uh, were signed with Down South, so we moved in '92. Oh, so you? I'm, you I've been living here longer yeah. than I was in Virginia. So. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. I yeah, you're a New Yorker I, now. They were, I, they were, I remember Damn. you. I remember. I thought I heard you moved back down south back no. in the day. You never did. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah I thought I heard that too. I was in uh, Brooklyn. I was actually in Clinton Hill, uh, one street over from Biggie. That's when we moved. We literally moved. He was on St. James. We were on Cambridge Place. And then, wait, so, wait, 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 this is when you moved to Brooklyn? Moved to Brooklyn. And he was there still? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the DJ. In 92. In 90, we actually saw him, you know, because we were signed. I mean, we, we were obviously getting into this, but we were signed by um, Stretch, you know, Stretch and Bobito, right? So, oh, and okay. Biggie wasn't even signing. I think Maddie C, all of them were friends, right? So right, they, yeah. You know, um, but Biggie was still on the block. You know, in the junior mafia, I'm assuming we're runners or whatever. You know, well, <laughs> whatever how does Richmond <laughs> do get a deal? Oh. All right, before we even get into it all, just to just to get a preview, because one thing Saif and I have been really, uh, I think, uh, we something we enjoy mm-hmm. is how like we interview all these underground legends. Um, I assume you're not offended by that uh, terminology. No, no. Um, who have these brush ups against really huge stars? Yeah, mm. like so you have a big. Do you have, you have? A, is that the closest you got to Biggie? Was that, or was there ever any other interaction? We interacted with them. I mean, obviously, they were on, let's say, Washington or whatever, right? On the, where the subway was, right? So we would always see them when we were getting off the subway, you know. And it was like, what's up? But you know, nothing. And then when they got signed. When he got, you know, he was with Puffy, and then we were doing, uh, I think it was uh, the Village Vanguard or something like, just some kind of promo show, and he was hosting it, and then hosted it, yeah, hosted Puffy, it. no, no, Biggie, Biggie, yeah, Biggie yeah. hosted a show, wow, yeah, yeah. what? It was just like a pro, you know, promo show, different artists stuff. So then he That's was, hilarious. he was on Cambridge Place with someone in the car, and then we hit, we came up, and then we had performed the song. Tractors, rakes, and hoes, which as I've gotten older, I'm, you know, not proud of calling women hoes, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> so you've, but, we, I understand. Yeah, yeah. But so then we, we, we're, uh, we're coming down the street about to go in the house and then Biggie's in the car and he yells out the window, tractors, rakes, and hoes. <laughs> right? And we're like, ah, uh, you know what I mean? Oh, that's so, crazy. Yeah. So, but um, there you go. We had, we had many interactions. Well, with, well, I don't want to hear it yet, but is there, were there any Jay-Z interactions? Uh, no. No Jay-Z interactions? That I know of, no. I know there were there Jay Dilla interactions. One, okay. actually. Only one. Interesting. Because hey, cool. you guys you were contemporary. Around. Around. No, no, around. I'm just getting a preview, a little preview. Yeah. Oh, All right, guys, so let's do this, Thumbnail. too. Okay. I was this is like when you, oh, forget it. When you hover over the porno <laughs> and you see like, well, hold on, you're a good Christian, man, but Saif, I'm with you. You hover over and you see dirty things happening. <laughs> He's <a> puffer. <laughs> puffer, you get the idea. Okay. So, okay, um, but, so I was, I was very amused and sort of surprised because I thought we knew our audience. Yes. And then in the Discord, mad people were like, I never even heard of Artifacts. Yeah. Wow. And I was kind of like, which I love and I hate at the same time. Because we're reaching oh, more guess, people. New people, more people. Yeah, but more like, people. Right. Yeah, so we, I think we have a problem of assuming what everything we love, our fans will love. So we're going to have to do a little more explaining sometimes. So what I was going to say to start this off, Sean okay. J. Period. Sure. You sit down on a plane. I'm sure this has happened. Mm-hmm. Some very polite 
um, white woman strikes up a conversation oh, with you. That's my dream. <laughs> She's on her way to a conference <laughs> yeah. in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Yeah, what does she do? She does Is sales, this turning right? you on? Yeah. She does yeah. sales? Yeah, so I've calmed down. So I've calmed down. Like educational software <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and she says, well, what do you do for a living? Mm-hmm. And then and then you say, I, I make music. And she goes, oh, my God, my son loves hip hop. Who are some of the people you've worked for? What do you do? What is the elevator pitch for what yeah. Sean J. Period has done in hip hop? Uh, I tend to start with most deaf because yep. he was, you know, because of his acting, you know, and then right. go from there. So most deaf is usually the one of, of the people. And then, you know, I can go into Q-tip, you know. When I work with them with uh, the Body Rock song and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then the artifacts, even though super like like you said, most people you know unless yeah, we'll you're know, into it won't know. You know, I, what I guess mean? you're right. And then I say Beastie Boys sometimes, like because I did a remix for them when they were doing that anthology album mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. DVD or whatever they were doing when it had like a slew of remixes on it. So, so um, uh, that that's an, most definitely makes sense. That's an interesting starting point. You did it. Do you do a Black Star album cut too? Uh, two. Which ones? Uh, Children's Story. Children's Story and Ooh. Hater Players. Right. And fun fact, and someone pointed this out um, in the, let's say, the Black History Museum in D.C., oh, oh, but the album cover itself, uh, Tim Ronan and whoever was doing the album covers for Raucous, if you look at, you'll see uh, Mose and Talib. For, the, uh, for Black Star album? Black Star album, yeah. right. So you'll see Mose and Talib, and then right below them, really small, you'll see a picture of me and a picture of high tech because I was considered, I was considered most uh, producer. High tech was considered. Oh, really? I, I never even noticed wow. that. Yeah. Wait, and, wait. and when they told me, so then when we went, uh, my wife, my family and I, we went down to the black history museum. And obviously that's one of the album covers. Wow. Right in there. So I took a picture with it right next to it. Like, you know, Oh, that's, I never even yeah. realized that. I didn't, like I said, until years later, someone pointed it out. You, you didn't even know when it came out? No. I mean, I was no. They just put, you know, albums. Hilarious. And that was right when I actually stopped. Um, they went kind of away. I got married. I kind of was yeah. pulling back, you yeah, know, from yeah, the scene yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. You know. Um, all right. So so let's let's get to how the Down South, let's start with the Down South piece of it okay. all. Down South of this group signed to a Big Beat Atlantic. Is that Big right? Big Beat Atlantic, yes. Um, so you're down there in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. Are all of you guys life. from Richmond? Uh, my, my, you are the DJ. He's actually from New York, okay. but he moved to Richmond, you right. know, some, you know, at some point in his life. And how many people are in down south? Three of you, right? Three. Yeah. And who's the, who's the third gentleman? Uh, Jeremy, uh, Soda Pop would be his name. Okay. Yeah. Y'all all still friends? Yeah, of course. Like yes. family. Like Cousin, like- yeah. But you know, obviously, and you know, being in the business, the business has this miraculous thing of just kind of, you know, they'll highlight one and then all of a sudden the group kind of dissipates yeah. and stuff. So we went through, you know, went through things like that, but overall, yeah, no, nah, we're good. For sure. And w- were you rapping in the group also? Rapping, yeah. Okay, that was you rapping, yeah. Because you you did all the music, or did all of you do the music? Uh, I was the main one doing the music, and then we had uh, four, uh, we had the Beat Nuts and T-Ray and um, Rob did a song, I think, and Stretch, and you know. There's a Beat Nuts joining on the Down South album? They did a slew of them, like, yeah. It was I feel like between Beat Nuts and T-Ray. They did multiple. T-Ray. Yeah, name keeps, keeps coming up. Keeps coming up. He's, yo, it's T Ray. You talked to T Ray? Uh, not no, no. L I think L does. Oh, L told us he did. Mm-hmm. We got to bother L for T Ray. I told you we we working on it. We working on it. Kether talks to him. Working on it. Really? T Ray's doing some like the the Venice thing. With, yeah, like this, yeah. He interesting stuff. 
What are um what are some of the ones the Beat Nuts did on the Lost in Brooklyn album? Oh man, I gotta remember the names. If I, if I hear them, I mean you could you could tell us. I know they did um they did Lost in Brooklyn actually the, oh, the title. Interesting. Let's see. Oh. take a gander. Oh, I would have never guessed that's Beat Nuts. I'm, just, I'm joking. We got Lost in Brooklyn. Yeah. What year is this? Uh, 90, oh, yeah. By the time it was released, uh, early 93. Oh, no. yeah, we got signed in 92. It took us about three years to do it. So by the wow. time it was two years, three years, roughly. Yeah. yeah. 94, 95. That's crazy. Listen, I don't want to argue with the artist who's in the group. I'm confident this album was latest released in 94. Okay, okay, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Very yeah. confident. Okay. okay. I mean, is he so every time about the time I got into an argument with Questlove uh, when I was in college. Mm-hmm. About it, like I, I, he performed, and I was like, "Oh!" After their show, I like was able to interview him because I was a college radio right. person, and I'm like, "Oh, Quest, uh, do you remember when you performed at the blah 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 with so and so and so and so?" And he goes, "No, no, it wasn't with so and so. It was with so and so." I went, "No, it was with so and so." And he went, and he went, "I'm in the group. Yeah, it was with so and so." I was like, "I hear you." But I was there. <laughs> it sums up my annoying white privileged. I shut up. I know. Did you ever uh, figure out if you were right? And that's why I, I know I was the, right. That's uh, why I gave the window 94, 95. See, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, okay, so like you guys formed as a group in Richmond. How were you all? You all were all friends, just like uh, high school friends. Jeremy and I, cousins. Okay, first cousins. Legit cousins. Legit. Legit yeah. first cousins. Legit. Sorry, legit. legit cousins. Who's related? Jeremy. Your mother and your brother and, and fathers, her, fathers. Both your fathers are brothers. Yes. yes. Blood, same mother, Blood, same father. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So did you and Jer- <laughs> I don't know why then, I'm interrogating him. No, I, I think it's important we know. <laughs> and then, um, Mayor, uh, he he actually was a friend of mine in high school. He came to he went to a couple of high schools in Richmond, and then he came to our high school, Verina High School, that the senior year. Okay. And and look, you had to imagine, you know, the the. The age of Albie Shore and stuff, the light skin mm-hmm. guys we had, you know, had our run. And, oh, then, that, good and, and then that was, you know, <laughs> come on, man. Come on. And, then, and then you could imagine this was when, um, let's say, African beads, and he's from, I think his family's from uh, Gambia, some, somewhere mm-hmm. like that, right? So he comes in on, on senior year. Yeah. And he just was wrecking, wow. like everybody, like every, all the girls were falling all over him. But, but we connected because he was a DJ. Right. So, you know what I mean? And just, you know. Was he one of those New Yorkers that moves down south but constantly says he's from New York? No, no, no. He wasn't? He's super cool. He was cool. That is most, okay. that is most everyone. Yeah. Because. Shout out to my brother, Quarterman. You know Quarterman. I mean, cause listen, in Brooklyn, you know, yeah, we do, do things in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, Q has now been in Maryland for he went to Maryland when he was eighteen. He's now forty four, nah, yeah, and he's yeah, still yeah. Actually, and he's still talking about Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, no, Brooklyn. No, not at all. Not at all. Was one of those guys. By the way, I don't want to disrespect you. Okay, it was ninety four. Of course, I was right. Oh wow. okay, okay. Wow. And yeah, my know. window worked. Yeah, your window was, your window hit, <laughs> and I also knew it had to be. Had to be. Um, that was my period where, when the Down South album came out, was my period in hip hop when I would release, I would buy, I would try to buy like every CD that like I saw an ad and a review and saw the video. So Ooh. if I saw an ad and review in the source and I'd seen the singles video a couple right. times, I'm basically in. You're right. Okay. You're getting it. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, Fessu's releasing Blind, Cripple, and Crazy. I need this. <laughs> You're in there. Right. Um, <laughs> Papa Chuck is releasing his album. I need it. No, I don't even know what you're saying. 
Um, so where, did, where did you do with all those albums? That's a good question. So yeah. a lot of them are around. The problem is, as I started collecting vinyl seriously, the CDs kind of all just became like right. all over the place. But I'll look for the Papa Chuck album if you're <laughs> curious. No, that's okay. So um, <laughs> how did you end up getting signed by Stretch? How'd they discover you? So um, Mayor being from New York, he actually he interned at Def Jam. So his... Uh, oh, Mayor. Mayor. Fat Farm, Russell Simmons, Mayor. I know. Yeah, Mayor. That's crazy. So he was... Wait, so, so he came back up to New York after Richmond? Yeah, he would come for intern in, you know, during the summers and, right. and Christmas. And, you know, right. Summer, summer. Oh, and my then, Lord, so, that's crazy. So he was interning there and his aunt. Oh, well, I don't know if it's real aunt or play aunt. Okay, say, okay, okay. Always whatever. a debate between real and play play. Yeah, Let's yeah, be honest. Yes, okay. yes, it's true. But um, she was uh, it's Carmen Asher of Watson. So I think she ended up running Def Jam for a time and was wow. working Rush Communications. So he got an intern, but he and internship, but he and Bobito were there. So that's how the demo uh, got I, I to. Figured, so Bob was working at Def Jam Correct. at the time. Correct. So I mean, he's like, I'm, I live in Richmond. I got a group. Here's yeah, a group. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, obviously, he's there rubbing shoulders with them and yeah. eating lunch and what, whatever they're doing, right? Yeah, promoting, you know. And then, so obviously, that's the connection to Stretch because Bob and Stretch had the radio show. Of course. So, so y'all, I assume you guys got to go do the radio show too. Yes. How was that? It was great. Yeah, it was great. I mean, but for me, like, I didn't know, you know, for people here. Who grew up it? They know the magnitude of the show. I just saw it as, oh, this is Stretch that wants to sign us and Bob, and they up there acting crazy, and you know, what I mean? right? It was good. You know? It's funny. I, I didn't process. I didn't fully understand how big a thing Stretch and Bob was in New York until I was a little bit older, like mm-hmm. until I've been at Maryland for a while, at college for a while, right. and met New York, like spent time with New York hip hop heads. Right, right. It, it's not like outside of New York, Stretch and Bob did not resonate the way like if you'd said. Marley Marl, obviously, which is commercial. It makes right. sense. Like the commercial yeah. DJs were more known, right? Obviously, and then you start spending time with New Yorkers. You're like, oh, this Stretch and Bob thing. Right. Do you remember? Was anyone else on the same day you guys were on? We went there multiple times because oh. it was just you know. Of course we, you did. I mean, Stretch. We we would go to Nails with Stretch. I mean, we were basically with Stretch a lot. Yeah. You know, when he would go DJing and stuff like that. So it, we may have gone in for the show, but we would go there. You know, just, we just go hang out, yeah, hang out and stuff. Yeah, so, these are your people. Yeah, and I mean not. From my understanding, like Wu, I think we were we there when Wu Tang. It was like I remember Wu Tang came from um, Staten Island. It was it was a, a number of things. You know, we were there multiple times. Um, and uh, how much did you produce on the first album? Probably about half. About half. Yeah, about half. Yeah. And what was the first outside thing you did? Wait, no wait, Hold on. Let me uh-huh. let me get nerdy. What were you what were you what were you up on there? Let me Plain. think. Let me think of your. Let me think of your style. I'm gonna say MPC. Mm, no, uh, no, I think he's an ASR guy. In, in the ballpark, uh, EPS 16 plus. Oh wow! Plus wow! <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna laugh and nod like wow. I know what they're talking about. It's before the ASR. It's the right. pre-ASR. Yeah, right. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So you know, and that's that's what we cut the demo on. And I mean, mm. even that piece lasted all the way through most F, and you know, yeah. I added on SP 1200 to it and stuff like that. But Here's what I want to know. Like all of these groups that have a deal that had deals with majors and subsidiaries that time all have stories and hopes and dreams. And obviously it didn't happen for everybody. Sure. And, you know, when you guys signed, I mean, were you just like over the moon? Like, yo, we're about to be fucking out of here. Of course. And and you had to think that the South had a nice little run. You had Arrested Development. You had, you know, um, any of the groups that were coming out of Atlanta and 
et cetera. So it was a good time for a Southern group. Why right? not? Why not Richmond? Yeah, right. You know, and to the point where we went through the whole process of naming ourselves. Like we, we started out as the J team because all of our last names start with J. And then from there, it took us a long time to come up with a name. So finally, down south, it, it made sense. The Southern, Wait, did you make the name up in New York? In New York, yeah. Because I could imagine everybody talking to you when they find out where you're from. They're like, oh, you're from down south. Yeah, it, it, it ultimately became that simple. But, I mean, we I mean, we were coming up with all kinds of names, yeah. you know. And then finally, you know, we landed on that name. And then the whole Austin, Brooklyn had to do more with Jeremy and I getting lost in New York, like, you know, learning the New York subway systems, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So, Got it. Yeah. So you guys uh, really leaned in with the whole down south name. You're like, correct. we might as well go for it. Yeah. By the way, Saif, you know, I, uh, I DM'd with speech for of Arrested Development this week. Really? Yeah, why not? Has anyone Why ever, not? We should get speech on the show, bro. You have to. Yo, Arrested Development was friggin' big for a minute, yes. and I don't ever hear from them. Did he ask you to take him to another place? No, he didn't. No. He he said he said he just wanted to be treated regular because he's just you know everyday people. Right, right. right, right I understand right, that. Right, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I like. I dare like you that. to come up with one more. Well, because he was down with the revolution. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and now he lives in Tennessee. There you go. We made it all the way around. So, so, um, what were the big moments? Obviously, the signing's big. You know, uh, you got signed first before you started producing for other people. Oh yes, definitely. I okay, produced, so you would. Yeah, you you got signed and and through stretch. Stretch, correct. So so you had signed through his whatever. He was, he, was the A&R. he was no, it was actually Craig Coleman who interesting. It was Craig Coleman. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Stretch was just the A and R. A and R, yeah. Also, oh, wasn't his label. No. Okay, so he signed you. Correct. And then and Craig Coleman just flamed out. That was it. He left. He never made did anything else in the industry again. <laughs> no, he's oh. pretty big. He's still, oh, I think he runs Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. I think still, he absolutely runs the entire on, label. Did you see a shout out on the Grammys? <laughs> no, it was, it was probably more than one. Which one? No, literally, there was like a moment where they were like, "Oh, I don't know what the shout out was. It was some kind of like." The Warner music and like Julie and Craig Kalman are just, I was like, this is crazy. Like the, the label execs are getting shouted at the Grammys. But shouted yeah. by the girl, like by MC by, Light? By, no, by, um, by Trevor. And they went, they, they showed him in the audience. Wow. And he said them by name? Yes. It was crazy. I'm like, this is a weird shout out. Like, and I have to say one thing right now and I don't, neither of you have to co-sign what I'm about to say, but I, it needs to be said. Is it going to be anti-Semitic? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, I if if anyone else in my feed makes me watch Trevor Noah rapping to Busta Rhymes again, I'm gonna kill someone. It's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, it's 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 okay. Okay. Well, how it's fine. Not, every time they see, I feel like I, every can time. You do, can you spit that verse? No, I didn't even remember what. Are verse you a, are you a half black, half white kid from apartheid South Africa? No, okay, how no. did he even get the album? It, it's a, it's an album yeah. cut. Well, well, hold on. Didn't apartheid end in '94? Huh. Busta's album came out came out after apartheid. Yeah. So the you think you think you think Wait, apartheid, well, did apartheid mean there were no albums in South Africa? Yeah, even I, was, you man. think apartheid <laughs> ended and, and everything was great the next day? Okay. I don't think this has anything to do with. Have apartheid. you ever heard of sharecroppers? <laughs> everything wasn't fine the next day. It was still rough and rugged. Listen, I appreciate Trevor Noah's experience. I've heard his biography is amazing. I just don't need to see him rap to Busta Rhymes again. Every, you, every, I I really appreciated that moment. But how many times did it come on your timeline? 
Well, touche. The touché, first time touché. I appreciated it, and then when everyone kept posting it over and over again, how excited he was! I was like, I was like, okay, Natalie could probably Natalie could at one point do his entire "Look at Me Now" verse. Everyone, could yeah, but that's a single that was on the radio all the time. But it's a harder rap to do, right? This guy was doing an album cut. You got to respect it, man. Hip hop. If he done do the bus a bus, I'd I'd respect it. What <laughs> album cut was it again? Was it a See all the party stuff over from, here? Was it party over? Oh, I think there, it was. It was uh, yeah. That's oh. a, well, but then guess what? What? It wasn't a fucking album cut, was it's it? It's an album cut. Party is going on over here. Yeah. Became a single. Yeah. yeah, but later. So you should be ashamed. Not a pop. Not a big single. <laughs> not a big single. <laughs> but I remember it. Right, damn right. it! And you know, you see that you have Fast John's a DJ. He was like, yeah, it was. It was a single. He knew right away. <laughs> All right, so so what were some of the big moments besides getting signed? Like, do you remember getting played on the radio? First time it was on Rap mm. City. What were some of those uh, benchmarks? Do you uh, remember? I mean, shooting a video. Oh, you felt like a rapper rapper. Yeah, for you sure. You were like, we are out here rapping. For sure, for sure. <laughs> we were laying out in the field in uh, Van Corlin Park trying to recreate the South oh, in you, the North. Yo, hold on. <laughs> oh, it was in Van Corlin Park? Hold on. Yeah. This is the most. That's the Bronx, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. Bronx. That's where, that, yo, you guys down That's south hilarious. at the time to me, the song Southern Comfort was such authentic Southern fare for me. I was like, this is what, su- this nah. is the <laughs> south. You guys were in, fu- like, two, bro, you guys were half a mile from the golf course in Van Cortland yes. in the so Bronx. That's not, even, yes. that's not even the South Bronx. <laughs> no. That's very Northeast Bronx. No, Northwest Bronx. <laughs> North Bronx, Northwest, yeah. Found a little uh, field and, you know. Yes. Made it feel like yes. down south. They weren't, hold on real quick, the label wasn't willing to do the trip back to Richmond to do the video? Uh, no. They said, Six let's hour. do it right here. I mean, hey. Six hour drive. It's, yeah, I feel like but that's easy. Now, just to get feels though, the one thing though, let's say the photo shoot, which was great, we actually went upstate New York to film that. Also I mean, south. That's, to, all, to like, that's also the south. <laughs> it's south of Buffalo. <laughs> south of Canada, for sure. <laughs> no south, you know me. So, so, um, yeah, I just imagine that feeling when you guys doing a video and you're doing like, did you have did you have food? Were there we did craft services? They had craft services, yeah, you know, and, and uh, stylist so we trailer. Uh, yes, we did. Wow, we did. What was the dream back then, though? Like hip hop wasn't as big as it is now. Obviously, yeah, that's a good question. Like, what, 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 like you got signed? What, what's the like the ultimate? The measuring goal? stick. Yeah, like to be tribe. You know Which what I mean? Like we, we were definitely of the the native tongue. Yeah, know, I mean, obviously we had some bleeding with um, Snoop. You know, and that's where the whole tractors racing hoe. Like you know, he was definitely, but, but even Black Sheep was pushing that too, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I think overall, I mean, you're not thinking about platinum gold, like right. you know, and obviously that's in play, right? But it's just to be known by as many people. That's right. the, the general, you know, thing. Why you sign to a major, quote unquote? The difference between. Going into you know having an independent um, record deal and yeah. stuff like that and you know but and then like the to dream. be able to do shows like like what Correct. like what was a big show for you oh yeah five hundred people uh, like doing tramps but the fascinating yeah. thing though by the time we finished the album and the single was released the video we ended up getting dropped from the label not too I mean they supported us on it right like the the story that L told you all about the bus. It was funny. You know, he mentioned, but we were on that bus. Mm. <laughs> so, so you, you did were, be Jay-Z. So he said Jay-Z. Yeah, but I was, no, but in my mind, so yeah, you could say he was on the bus, but I didn't know. 
I didn't right. even know Jay Z was on the bus till L tells the story. Wow, you know what I mean? Right. So, just... but I remember Buster coming in the back when he talked about the radio and coming back from Morgan State, and it, and right. the song becomes. Not the words, but uh, yeah, uh, everybody was tired. Oh, you remember that too? Yeah, yeah exactly. Wait, he really it really played the whole fucking ride. Yeah, back. Yeah, and it, to the point where people were tired of ultimately they weren't tired of the like happy for them that Busta because this is leaders obviously probably was the dominant group on the bus, right? You know what I mean, popularity right. wise. Yeah. So, but by the time we were coming back. And they played it over and over. You know what makes this story? That's crazy. And it was you- like, and by the point the chorus went. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, he went, he said, he went, come on, get down. down. Like that, yeah. And so most of us would go, nah, <laughs> provide background. What were you <laughs> doing? What were the, it was a show in Atlantic City or something? Uh, oh. Baltimore. Baltimore. So Morgan State. Oh, it was, it was a like Mor- a promo show. It was a Morgan State promo show. Correct. That's why all the we, uh, you know, the artists were on the oh. bus. It was a promo show. Promo we shout had out to uh, Warner Electric Atlantic. Atlantic. Yeah. Electric. Shout out to, yeah. shout out to um, 88.9 in, in Baltimore, Morgan State. Mm. My boy DJ Little Mike. They, the chill. Yeah, they were our, our friends slash radio rivals, except they had an actual signal. Did they, hate, did they play Big Chuck album? Papa Chuck. Papa Chuck. That's Papa Chuck. <laughs> now, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. The reason I love the story that he just told is that it, it's so valid for me that you told us everything that happened, but you also honestly said you had no recollection of Jay-Z being there. You know what I mean? Because if you were telling a good fib version of the story, you have to include that Jay-Z was yeah. there. But you're like, to be honest with you, I didn't even know that was Jay-Z. Yeah. Because yeah. honestly, who but would have really cared Jay-Z wasn't that, that big back right. then. Right. Why it's would he care? Like, there was probably a bunch of entourage rappers, yeah, guys that were right. with the rappers. Who else do you remember actually being there? Besides um, leaders, leaders, artifacts, um, man, I don't remember that. Whoever he said, I, I don't actually don't remember I, because we knew the artifacts. Leaders clearly, yeah. you know, popular. If I can think about it, but I, I but I there were, it was really just a myriad of you know random. Yeah, yeah. And when he said those artists, I okay, I, I can, like, okay, I can yeah, believe. Yeah, it was a lot because even lot. even when he told the story, he said if you if you want to listen um, a couple episodes back, El the Sensei from the Artifacts, you should check it out. Artifacts are a great group, by the way. Because <clears throat> um, remember, he said that somebody yelled from the back of the bus. He's like, "Yo, L, yo, L." Yeah, and he's like, "Who that?" Like. You can't say that today. You would know Jay-Z's voice today. Right. Now, back then, he was just, you don't know who it was. He was a guy. But no, that was the front. He said, the, you're talking about coming back? Coming back. He's like, the, play the song. That was the front. No, he just said he was in the front. On the front. Think, oh, yelling to the back. Yeah. But yeah. even like, let's say uh, we knew, we had seen um, Ski Beats. But like, I know Ski now, but yeah. I don't, I'm like, wow, organized. I mean, um, original flavor. Original flavor. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like. Wait, you just validated the story even more. You don't remember Jay being there, but you remember Ski being there? They were part of the whole because skis in original yeah, flavor, correct, of course. Correct, correct, correct. Fire. Yeah. So you know, hey, but I mean, look, Hawaiian Sophie's the only way that I knew Jay Z. I think right. technically to the yeah, want to know something yeah. that I'm ashamed of. I don't remember Hawaiian Sophie. You're a little younger. Yeah, it's I guess, but I but I remember Big Daddy Kane, which was amazing, man. But Hawaiian right. Sophie was not Big Daddy Kane. I understand no. that, but like. I don't. I don't also don't remember rapping Duke the Ha the Ha. I mean, I don't remember. Well, Hawaiian Sophie's that was a New one of the York first rap songs to learn. I know. How old are you? Uh, fifty, about to be fifty-one. Okay, yeah. Well, that's fair. Uh, that's that's enough of an age difference. Do you remember rapping Duke coming out? 
I, I wasn't aware of release dates at the time, but it was on the radio. You remember hearing it. the radio? Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, I only knew it from like a compilation. Yeah, but I grew up in the Bronx. Like it's different. You grew up in you're the suburbs. The, you're of, from the Bronx. Yeah, I used to DJ for Little Kim. You used to DJ for Little Kim. Um, <laughs> like hip hop. Like I always say, this like hip hop was just around everywhere. I know it wasn't like um, not Chevy Chase. Bro, like if you walk on Fordham Road, every other block had some kind of store that sold some kind of music, and there'd be speakers in the street. You know what I mean? It wasn't like the suburbs. Like there was always music. Don't you wish you could just go back? Oh, I, <laughs> I beg to go back. Uh, like honestly, like what would you uh, do? Like how much of a dream would it be if, like, let's suppose, God forbid, you tragically walked out of this apartment and were run over by a truck, mm. which inf- unfortunately in New York City is a real possibility. Yeah, yesterday, so do U-Haul. Well, that was crazy. Crazy. Shouts to Vision Zero. But, but let's suppose that happened. Okay. And in the second mm. that Cypher Sounds became dust. Yeah. You got to like have a, a moment that felt like a long time. Yeah. Where you went back. Right. Can you imagine how ill it would be to be back in like 1985 New York? Nah, I'm doing 90. You want to jump all the way to 90? 90. Mm. 90s where I would, I would go right to 90. Why 90? I don't know. It's just like a, like a, like a, you know, OCD. It's like a, just a, even year okay. of when I was of you're age. You're allowing your OCD to determine where you're going to go when you it's die for a it's brief in my time. soul. I go right to 90. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in tribe right there. They're almost there. Nubian. You're kind of waiting for tribe. You're yeah. Like, but but I know they're out. coming. Yeah. De La's out. Yeah. Right there. 90. <laughs> so um, do you remember any other, that was obviously a legendary one, but do you remember any other promo shows? Because I have to imagine most of your guys' tour experience was promo stuff, yeah, was right? promo. Promo stuff. I mean, we went to Atlanta. Promo means you didn't, you weren't getting paid. You were just correct. They sent you that. They paid for you to be. They there. paid there so yeah. you could pr- tell people the album was coming correct. out. Correct. Correct. We went to Atlanta. It's like um, Instagram. I think they sent us. That's right. On our own, we went to Jack the Rapper prior to getting signed, nice. and I think they sent us there. You know, on a promo tour. Right. right? You know what I mean. Matter but you fact, felt. I know they did. But you felt way cooler going there as a rapper oh, you than did, when you, you were did, just did, there trying did, to get signed. Did. When we were paying for ourselves coming what? down the highway, you know. What, what what promo items did they make for down south? Oh, the the main thing that that I think they made they made the the vinyl. It was um, and it's not that's not promo, but it's they made it white. You know, like a oh yeah a vinyl. And stuff There's like a that. white down south vinyl. Yes, album or single album. Yeah, and I think it's a double album too. I have the double album, but I think yeah. mine's just black. I think. Yeah, man, you missed mm. out. That's sad. <laughs> did, were there t-shirts? No. Wow, damn. No. Yeah, no, because I mean, soon thereafter, you know. It, it, we, we got released from the label. You know, it, it's you learn that in the business. You know what I mean? Like a bunch of people get signed and the whole goal is to get to, you know, maybe two to pop off and the rest of the tax write offs. You know what I mean? Did you yeah. guys get a, get to a second single? No. Damn. Just First Southern single. Comfort. Southern Comfort. Southern video. Comfort was good, though. Yeah. Thank you. You know how many well, copies well, you sold? No. Who knows that? Nobody knows not that. Enough. They're not going to tell you the not, truth. Not, not what was, um, well, I bought one. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. On, on the label, like the other you tax write-offs. Day, uh, extra day. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like what other groups were part of like the, the five, six, seven that got signed around that time? Uh, um, you had Double X Posse. Double X Posse. Right? Doom, so Artifacts. Doom, 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 doom. Artifacts had the buzz with the label. Right. And then you had like, um, because it was a uh, dance label too, so you had like Robin S. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she had some joints. Some, yeah, so. I can't and, believe this happened to me right in front of my face. Well, that's finally, oh. and that's CC Peniston. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> He's so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, but also too, with Big Beat, uh, Rob Reef Too Low became the a r midway through the project. You know what I mean? So What, like Reef. as opposed to Stretch? Stretch, yeah, Stretch. 
went on to do Left. whatever. Yeah, yeah, correct. Oh, okay. Correct. So the you had so a handler switch. Yeah, he picked up. So but he, he was still up. your boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Re- well, we 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 met him through that that well, yeah. obviously, but we met him through that process. But man, hanging out back then, man. Yeah. But the thing too that for me as a producer because. I came to New York to be a star. You know what I mean? But it's interesting, like one particular verse, the business from... Um, Common? You know, no, 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 no. From Tribe album with uh, Diamond Show D. business, mm-hmm. yes. Show business, right, right. So um, the, when he talked about, want to make cheese about a couple of G's, like making money as a producer, I was like, okay, that's... I didn't even think about it, right? I came right. to rap, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then as we were on the label stretch and... Um, Reef, they they were encouraging me to hey you know you may have something with the production thing just uh, you should you should do that you know I mean you should you know develop that a little bit more so you know shout out to them and then they put me around the beat nuts and you know T Ray like I was sitting at the feet of these guys who were like you know they like did you up. watch T Ray make yeah, yeah. certain yeah. records that yeah. we love like wrong side of the tracks or something like that like I don't know if I no no not I wasn't necessarily with him but. I would go, you know, record shopping or like go to the house or whatever, learning, you know, so I was just, my thing was I wanted to learn, like I I rapped, but then I was so fascinated with the music side that I was asking so many questions, going to Vic's house and Juju's house and you know what I mean? Like, so, so it was good. Shouts to VIC. Uh, That's a, were you, by the time things fell apart for the group at the label, were I you already say it like that? Wow, yeah, that was the truth, though. Yeah, that's <laughs> harsh. Listen, uh, we're, we're, th- there's different levels. Like we had to, like you have a conversation about artifacts. We deem them to be very successful because they dropped two amazing albums. They see it in a, a somewhat of a different way. Like, yeah, it was great, it was successful, but they didn't go to the next place. Right, down south didn't even make it. We made it out the gate. So you out the gate, but you didn't make it to our artifacts. So you dropped the single, you dropped the album, and yep. then they dropped you. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. see, now you said it good. That You're a poet. <laughs> That's why you can hear Slap on the Radio. You're supposed to be sensitive to me, man. Exactly. <laughs> now, so so by the time it, the, you guys were done at the label, were you already starting to do outside stuff, so at least you felt like, I'm good? No, man. Right after that, you know, uh, my past would say, Disappointment is not based upon what you find; it's based upon what you expected to find. And we expected to come and do, mm. and went through like a little depression. Where I remember, like, of course, that's, that's when we start picking up smoking weed and stuff. It was just, yeah. oh man, we get this, and we just, you know what I mean? It was a, a phase, you know what I mean? And Damn. but I still love producing and you know all of that stuff. But eventually, I moved on. I was, you know, I have to do something, right? And uh, my dad, you know, initially it worked at the post office. So, I mean, I was, he's like, boy, you got to get a job. You know what I mean? Can't keep supporting you being up there, right? So then I, I had applied to the post office down the street. All right here. Wow. Yeah, sure, sure. Had the We're job. We're in Midtown, right? Had the job. And then um, because of the relationship with Reef and Matt's, and Matt's skills at the time, he was on the label. I, I didn't know Matt's skills in Virginia. And then he came here. And then through the relationship. Well, he's from where? Richmond. The home of Sandman's Comedy Club. That was, um, first of all, so, first of all, both of you lose one point because I was referencing the name of his first album. Oh, we know. Album. Oh, you did know. With question mark, question mark, yeah. question From mark. where? I got it. I got it. Did you? Yeah. No. <laughs> but um, So you didn't know him in Virginia. No. But when he was up here, you guys Connected, had yeah, a connection of, of, of so Richmond. Yeah. He, he literally, by choosing the songs, you know, literally saved me from working at the post office. He, he, that decision established he, me as an independent you did producer for that three, album three songs which ones uh, uh inherit the world all in it and street rules 
So you three saw, album I, cuts yeah. for Mad Skills. Yeah. How and, long did you meet before you met him? Did you do beats for him? Like a year because, or two? No, no, no. Like, you know. Oh, we, right away. We, yeah, because he was in the process. And, oh. you know, Rob was soliciting. You know, oh, so Rob was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. this guy that used to be in a yeah. group I had on yep. sign. He's a good producer. Yeah, he He's it. actually from Richmond. You should meet him, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, it was cool. So how much did you get for those beats? Uh, about three Gs a piece. Okay. So you can imagine. And... So, so you leave with nine G's. So you you and you tend to get half up front. So mm-hmm. you can imagine. Yeah. I was about to work it. I had the job. Yeah. They were calling me. Yeah. I, I was getting ready to go through orientation. Mr. Right. Period. Yes. We need you to come in to yeah. work. To post office and, and wear those clothes, you know, nice, right. nice mm-hmm. outfit. And then 4,500 comes right. and it's like. That'll, that'll, I'm rich, B.I. Yeah. <laughs> 4,500 will like, if you, if you keep it light. You know what I mean? Your, your, your bills will get paid. Yeah, 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 like pizza and ramen. Yeah, exactly. And your Gucci. You could you could hold and it down for a while. With my yours family though, so that was even better. Oh like, no, so rent. You have rent. Yeah, yeah. Low, or minimum, minimum. Right, 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 you know right. I mean? So, oh, so now here's all here's something I always think about. That's got to be kind of awkward. You're the producer in a three man group, and you start doing beats for other people, mm-hmm. and they're they're at the post office, right? Like, no, they were. Yeah, Different thing. Verizon and then Mario was, um, I think, starting to work at Fat Farm just as an employee. Right, right, so, right, right. Yeah, no, no. That was that was, and and we're still living in the same house. And yeah, you know, we we just had some some differing opinions on some, you know, what I mean, but it kept it cool enough to where we could live together. But, yeah, right. You know, and then but did they still hang out and go to the studio with you or go to no. clubs? Oh wow, no. So yeah, crazy. we were starting to, you know. And 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 also too, oh, I, I had taken damn, some advice, sucks, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, and and that's why I said the people in the business, different people can come around you and kind of have your mind looking at your people who yeah. you know, yeah. day one you rock with, looking at each other differently, yeah, you know, and that, I know that happened to me where I'm like kind of seeing viewing them a certain mm-hmm. way, and then they seeing me a certain way, and it, I mean, they rock, they were rocking together, and I was kind of. Just doing my thing. I mean, yeah, it's survival, it's ego, it's it's it's, it's a, a myriad of things that it could be where, like, you're young, impressionable, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. and then, like, you know, whoever was working with you, you know, they're like, oh, come do beats for this thing. And they know, look, a lot yeah. of times groups don't last. Here's another way for you to, yeah. at least you to get in. Yeah. What are you not doing? And you look to them like, damn, yeah, now y'all are lost in Brooklyn, but me, I'm good. <laughs> I'm out here. I'm going to studio. studios. Dude. And I mean, but you had to think, man, like that. It was bad. It was ignorant of me to even, you know, looking back at it, right? But at the time, you're young. You're like, you know. What I'm was doing, ignorant of you? Just just how I handle, like, the information, you know, just people trying to pit us against each other, mm. right, who were around us. And I, you know, kind of fell for it. I was like, yeah. okay. They're jealous of you. Yeah, I mean, they're, yeah, they're, all, all of that nonsense, right? right? And I remember Bob Power. I had met, I met Bob Power. Bob Power called me. It's a big name flex, drop, by the way. It's a huge, the name dropper. Name dropper. Uh, name yeah. dropper. Okay. <laughs> and he, um, he called me and left a message on the answer machine. And we still, and I remember playing it like, hey, Sean, this is a Bob Power, blah, 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 whatever he said. And I just remember feeling like, yeah, you know, I got, yeah, you know, man. I'm over here, like, you know, and, and they're doing their things. But I'm like, dude, I love these guys, man. And it's like, and we, we're totally good, right? Yeah. But that's why I said, just in the business, man, not to make it serious, but it's just, bro, like, it, it seems like people come out of the woodworks. And I'm, like, thinking of all the people that were around us, other than the stretches, we know. But, like, so many people were around us. We don't like, who were they? 
you know what? That's your story, right. and it happened to you. But that's been happening since the invention of entertainment. Like, no, of course, it's always like you should do this, or that guy don't trust you, or you don't. He's better. You're better than him. Like, it's all of that, man. So you did yeah. the three album cuts on on Mad Skills album, yeah. and the From From Where album wasn't huge, right? Um, obviously, Nod Factor was a was a thing, right? Um, and I that's a great record through and through, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Um, and did you get to be around a lot of it, by the way? Like, did you get to meet Q Tip and? Not at the time. Okay. You know what I mean? But not that, that was where was the studio? I want to say unique, okay. but that probably is not right. You know what I mean? Because I'm trying that to think area, where that, Rob would have been. Rob yeah, all been. that that area had yeah. all the little studios. Yeah. And and did you ever get the back end? Oh yeah. You got the all the forty five yeah, album huh? came out. Yeah. yeah. yeah soon as that album, as soon as soon as yeah, your three songs are on there. So what's the next thing after Mad Skills? Uh, Mad Skills. Artifacts? I think it was Artifacts, yeah. And which ones did you do on the first and, album? And let me actually give this a shot because this is important. Right before Mad Skills, I started, I don't know how I got the connection where, but I'm uh, with uh, Vinia Mojica. She Ooh. was signed to oh. Warner Brothers, supposed to do an album, so starting to work with okay, her. Okay, that's the girl singing on. Um, Versus from the abstract? Yeah, right. Saturdays. Saturday. Saturday also. And, and she's, she's on, on the Tribe album too. Right, she's on Low right, in Theory. Right. Is it Versus the abstract? Oh, that's her singing on Saturday? I never knew that. I think it's her. Vinian's. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Um, by the way, I, she's coming up. Her name is many- Ia now. Is well, all, at is, the time, she had changed. Is she name. also the voice on Quali's The Blast? Yes. Okay. I yes. think that's her, yeah. She, yes. She's okay. popped up like on a handful of major rap records. Yeah. I have never met her or seen her, but I've heard she's very hot. Mm. Pretty. That is a true story, right? Ooh. Everyone said Vinnie Moica was <laughs> on the show. Do you, did you know? Do you ever meet her? I don't know. Her smile, bro. Yeah, every, no, no. The way people talk about her, really, she sounds like angelically beautiful. Yeah, I, I'm throwing around hot loosely. I'm joking. Okay, but that's you haven't heard like, this from like, everyone. No, I tight, never heard this. Tight curly hair. It's like, but, but yeah, she's like every, the image. She's like the her. image of like native tongues, Arab right. beauty, cool, yeah. soulful hip hop chick. Yeah. Wow. For sure. Okay. I mean, so now, so now tonight you have someone to think about. Yeah. When you're hovering over those different mm. hover. Yeah. When you're hovering, <laughs> you're hovering. So, so wait. So you worked with Vinnie on her project? Yeah. But Did I, it ever, I but it ever it came, was, never came no, out, right? No, no. What label was she signed to? Warner Brothers. Signed to Warner Brothers. Only as I remember, because I remember the contract. And I was like, really? Yeah. And you got paid. Uh, the first half. First half, yeah. There you go. Okay, cool. So what, what what was that? I'm just trying to see how your money's going up. Uh, same price? It's about three, the same. Yeah. Three, four grand. Yeah, that was the average. Four That's crazy. Like, company. you got a check for 4500 and you're like, I made it! I made it! Then you got yeah. the second half, you're like, I'm rich. Yeah, and unfortunately, man, oh, man, looking back, I wish I would have just been more wise. I know, man. With, in, just into investments and stuff, you yeah. know what I mean? You think I'd be considered a cultural appropriator if I named my daughter Vinia? No. You think I'm good? Yeah. It's, just a, it's a pretty name. It's a pretty name. name. Uh, the whole thing's pretty. Vinia. Vinia. Mojica. Mojica. I mean, I can't take her last name. That would be no. a stretch, but. Vinia is nice. I'm trying to get the list of, uh, okay, guest appearances. Verses from the abstract. Mm-hmm. Um, Magnificent with Most Deaf in 2002. Magnificent. I don't what? know that one. <laughs> De La Soul, a roller skating jam named Saturdays. How many days of work? Um, that's five sites. And what about how many days to play? There, well, there's only really one. One whole day yeah, to play. Day to play. Um, now, and we also, we, by the time this comes out, it's already, the news is over a week old, but obviously, of course, thinking about uh, Trugoy. Trugoy, right. Um, kind of hard to mention. Dayla, not think about that. Oh, my God. She was also on Searching by Pete Rock and CL Smooth. Oh. I did not know that. Oh, man. She was, well, okay, I'm starting to get, 
a little freaked out by some of these things. Are these Ooh. accurate? Should I trust Wikipedia? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Absolutely. C- cannot be wrong. Okay. Helta Skelta Therapy. I didn't know that. Pete Rock, mind blown. I know. Mind blown mm-hmm. decisions. Um, she was on Climb on Black on Both Sides. Climb? She was on, I don't remember that record. I don't even know that song. Should we listen? Now, fine. You know what? Fine. You want? Fine. Climb. Yeah, now we're going to listen to it. Who did that? Climb. Most. Here it is. And she's listed on it on Spotify. What's her name listed as? Vinia Mojica. Okay. Because she, she changed her name to Ia, too, so that's why. Oh, yes. I love this song. I didn't know it was called Climb. That's so weird. Is it so, it's called Climb on there? It's called Climb. People climb. Did you ever... Well, you don't have any close association with Rockets, so why would you know these things? <laughs> okay, what else is here? Hold on. I remember this, the blast, of course. She was on Take That, the Beat Miners off their album. Her voice in the in the She's blast. on the Sun God by Comet. What did she do on the Sun God? Oh. Gosh. I'm happy to see that she did that much stuff, man. Like, more than I remembered. Yeah, I would have yeah. said it was like a handful. It was much more than a handful. Five songs a day. One whole day. Yeah, this is not really a yeah. song. It's almost like an interlude. It's like an interlude. Yeah. But I remember, I remember it now. Um, okay, so you worked on Vinny, then what? And artifacts? Then artifacts, yes. Which songs you do on Artifacts? Uh, the second album. So did about half of the second well, album. So you really jumped in, because that Artifacts, yeah. I, let me tell you well, something. Well, right when you were talking to Elder Sensei, he made a very great point. What's that? That sound on the second album is the jump-off point for that lane, that sound, like that... Late mid late 90s underground, which created the raucous sound. It really is. You a created big... the raucous sound, whether you get credit for it or not. Well, you don't get credit for it. Sweet. You you really you agree with the sentiment that Sean J. Perry and Artifacts on this album you think really helped kind of usher re- in the underground sound of the late 90s. Okay. Well, let's hear the story and then I'll get into it because I want to know how you met most. No sample here, right? Yes, yeah, so it just chopped. I, just, I was still sampling You were still so, sampling yeah, yeah, We'll get into why You eventually stopped sure, sampling sure, sure. Um, Artifacts man Shoo. Okay what, which other ones Do you do on here um, Where your skills at That's uh, yeah. that's one of my favorites one. Uh, where your skill, let's, let's hear where your skills at For a second Damn you did some joints What is that What did you use to make that Same machine uh, EPS and uh, SB1200 And I got my SB1200 from Vic I bought that from him That's ESC. another flex Got a yeah. call from Bob Power mm-hmm. Got an SP from Vic Yeah <laughs> This is chaos scratching. Oh, Man, he needed, to, he needed to put some like deoxid on that. You get you hear static on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good though. be the best in this. Okay, now I hear that. Rest any intentions. We here to mention we the fresh. North native. No, you're you're 100 right. This so this sounds like in many ways it sounds like raucous. It sounds like fondulum. It sounds like a lot of fat records you'd hear in fat beats. Right. Yeah. Glorious time and uh, where your skills at? Uh, no, um, yeah, that was where your skills at. What's the? Uh, uh, I can't think of the name of it. You didn't do the interview. Yeah, put it on. No. Push Shazam on. <laughs> See if that works. <laughs> no, no, I'm just trying to think of it. You're gonna make me look on uh, Wikipedia because I'll do it if I have to. Man, 31 bum rush is what. I'm talking 31 bum rush. There, you go. there we go. 
this one's dope. It's like... All these records have like... I don't know. It's like... What is this? 95? 96? 95, right? 96, I think. 95, 96. It, like a, it, it ushered in a new sound that like was so crisp to cut. I'll tell you when it is, Saif. Years ago. This yeah. Years ago, bro. Years ago. Yeah. It's and, so crisp. And sound-wise, so though, it was um, Duro. That's when I also met Duro. Oh, yeah, Duro. Right. yeah, I mean, he, he like... Yeah, I remember I remember they were saying that. Uh, El, 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 El Sensei said that. El Sensei right? yeah. told us about Duro, too. Duro, yeah, he, he, his mixing was like... It was... It create like, you we, you know, we don't know at the time. We're just living in it. But listening back, it definitely was changing the sound. Yeah, he he's definitely part. I mean, I chose the sounds, but he really took them to the next place. You know what I mean? So was the song Art of Facts deemed to be like successful by you guys? Like, I have no gauge for that. Like, to me, it's a classic. Yeah. But like, what did you guys think? I mean, I, one thing I remember is that in my mind, yes, because it it really for me as a producer, it was the one where people were like, oh, it was like right. to pay attention. Like the masculine stuff, people heard, okay, nice. But that was the one, it was a single. So Yeah, when you get really a single, it changes. Single, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's your first single. Yeah, Except, first single. Wait, did you do Southern Comfort? I did, but I don't, okay. I, I count that different. That's more right, like your group, group. yeah. yeah you and know. as we established, I'm the only person who heard that song. <laughs> 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 no, nah, I used to play yeah. No, I did the videos on the box. You bought it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, listen, I support Thank you, man. You no, yeah. just it was, it was, but it was on the box. It was on Rhapsody. Yeah, it was on the stuff. They played it around. But Artifact was like a real... Like I don't consider some in my memory, and it's limited to some New York radio and D, some and D, some DC radio. I don't remember Southern Comfort being a super regular mix show record. No, Artifacts was a mix show record. Right. Like people were playing it. Yeah, um, fun record to cut up and bring back the beginning right. of. Right. Um, and then what did that lead to next after Artifacts? Mm, I want to say it went to um, uh, like the working with the boot camp click and all of that stuff like that. Oh, you're on the For the People album. What yeah, before I did, I did Place to Be okay. with, from on Helter Skelter. On the Helter Skelter yeah, Helter album. Skelter, yeah. Mm. So, and, th- and then we had a road manager, Joey, who she introduced me to, um, well, she knew uh, Evil D. So she worked at Tavel and Theater, which is like a business, you know, business management type thing. So she was, you know, just, hey, meet this person, meet this person. So she introduced me to uh, Ian Walt and then also met Baby Paul. And then Baby Paul was both of them, all of them were pushing me. Hey, you know, Drew and, you know, Buckshot, hey, check this guy out. We should get Ian out. Walt on the, on, they, yeah, on the show. Yeah, Have we ever had Evil D on the show? No, we're, we're losers. Be, you know what? Come we on, shouldn't even, we're losers. <laughs> we, yeah, Evil D is in the corner. We shouldn't even do the show anymore. I know. Without I don't Evil know what we're doing. I love Evil What are we crying about? I'm crying about my depression. What are we doing? Uh, every week, because like, there's someone like Evil D and Walt. Yeah. Is this? <sighs> Amazing um, guys. And also Evil... Evil is so important because not only is he a sick producer and a sick DJ, and he has he had a show at Hot, right? Yeah. Hot for several yes. years. Yep. Yes. So he had the Hot Radio Show. He had radio shows everywhere. Mm-hmm. That Beat Miners Radio, his early the early radio shit they were doing online. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I yes. think I'm fucking up the name of it. What was the name of his uh, online show? Uh, I don't remember. But I know what you're talking. That about. was the first streaming shit I ever really listened to. Yeah. Was Evil D? Like, how did we listen to it? Fucking real player or whatever. Bullshit like that on the computer. You had to go to a website. Yes. Yeah. And I think there was yeah. video too. And oh, it was yeah, nasty crazy. looking. Right. How are we doing that? Yo, that's Evil so D. Crazy. Man. Get in, man. So, y'all, next one. 
You know, get them up here. Yeah, know? we'll get them. Up yeah, here. we'll get them. I'll you know tell what? them to come the right yeah. day. Also, no, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> so make but, sure he comes the day before and knocks on the door. Yeah, and and then calls you, and no, then make sure you uh, put the day on there. <laughs> yeah, you know, include the day, include the day. Um, so so so. Um, all right, so you do like, boot camp shit. Well, hold on, real quick. So you do mad skills. You do uh, Vin, Vin Vinia Mojica. Vinia. Vinia. I got it. That's it. I got it now. Vinia. And then artifact. How like how much time is this? Like a couple months in between? This is within a year? Within a year. Okay, so like you were still running around shopping beats. Maybe someone didn't take anything, but you'd you'd still be in the mix. Right, and the low-hanging fruit because, let's say, mass skills and artifacts, because I already knew Rob. Right. Bigby, that's that's low-hanging fruit. It's like it's an easier connection with A&R, whereas other A&Rs that, like, you know, meeting uh, E through Joey, then that took us to Drew High and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. so, so going around shopping, hustle. yeah, it's a hustle for sure. Yeah. But then she also introduced me to Mr. Man from the Bush Babies, mm. and that's how we get into most deaf. Most deaf. Ah yeah. ha ha! We should get Mr. Man one it's day too. Literally, like we're, I'm literally listening to your story, watching every step. How this guy leads to this guy, mm-hmm. leads sure. to this guy, leads to this guy. It's crazy. Sure, um, Mr. Man. Bush Babies. Do you, do you do anything on the Bush Babies project? I did. So on the Gravity Hour, I did the intro outro. That's how I actually met most because he was there to do poetic rap type stuff mm-hmm. on the intro outro. And then I did uh, God Complex and Melting Plastic. So was, pardon my ignorance. Mm-hmm. Like in some ways was the emergence of Mos Def, him just being homie of the Bush Babies. No, he was making his no, rounds he, though. He was already making rounds. Was he rounds. on Dayla first? Dayla, he, he was, was doing, on Dayla. He yeah. was on three um, stakes is high first. He right. was on because this is ninety six, same year. The reason, okay, I'll tell you where I met Most Def the first time. Dayla Soul album release party at the Palladium. Mm-hmm. I've heard about. So this. So I I had met Dayla previous to that, and you know I missed the name dropper. Missed the name dropper. Name dropper. <laughs> so then, um, so I remember um, because that was the night Tretch tried to fight Dayla. Oh, because I'm in the DJ booth. I, I maybe it was Big Cap DJing and Daylight performed, and then Most was waiting on the side by the DJ booth because he was about to go out and be introduced. And I was like, "Who's this guy?" And it's like, "Oh, that's Dante." You know what I mean? You talking about Black Most Dante? Def. You didn't call him Black Dante though. No, I just called him what they introduced him. But as. I'm just saying his nickname is was Black Dante. I, 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 didn't, I wouldn't say that until I was comfortable. Okay, good. And then um. So yeah, so then he goes out and performs. I'm like, yo, that guy's fire. And then I didn't say fire back then because that's more of a modern slang. Yeah, right. But then that um, guy's dope. Yeah, then Tretch yeah, yeah. and a whole bunch of Jersey dudes like, like we're going through the crowd and like, who's these guys going to? What this was year? the beef between Dayla and Naughty? He there was a line Dayla had. There was something they said about Tretch. It was like a little slick line. I don't think it was a diss. It just a slick line. By the way, Dayla underrated for their little slick lines. Oh man, yeah. They, oh, they, they was they was slickers. True, true goy and Paz are down to throw in a little, zip yeah. zip, just a little quickie smart. Yeah, talk all over your tracks like Pete Brock and Sean Puffy. Oh, yeah. it's like if if you're Puff, you're like what is that? When you said Pete Rock and Sean Puffy comes, yeah, because it's kind of because Pete's kind of like wait, but do you but mean that's, it's a good thing or a bad? That's what I'm saying. But like the Pete ones, but you more, felt Pete had more license to talk all over the track because he was doing the track, or, doing whatever. the track. Yeah, Puffy was like, and all he was saying was uh huh, yeah, and then like yeah, right. It the was executive like, talking over the track. That's yeah, it was like, is, is that a diss? I don't know, but it's a good song. So, so um, stakes is high. First, you're saying so he was already moving around when this, and here's the intro you're referring to. Let's hear this. I've never listened to the Bush Babies album. 
I'm hitting it right now. Just the singles. You did the cuts too? Uh, no, no. But that, that sample. Gravity is all the sample? Sample but played. Yeah. I just chopped a sound and then played it out. Right. Just when you thought you strayed far away, here come gravity to save the day. Here come gravity to save the day. Here come gravity. Gravity. The definition. Now plural. Well, I'm, I'm a little disappointed with myself. There's a Q-tip record on here. I never listened to it. There's a bunch yeah. of records on there. Pass the, 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 the single on it. Yeah, I remember there was one with Pass, and then of course, I mean, this is the the joint that I. This was Everybody. Oh yes, I never listened to this album either. I want to listen to the whole album now. I'm actually yeah. It's, like, it's kind of weird. There's Q-tip. There's Pass. There's most. Like, there's a yeah. lot of shit on here. The, who, should we get the Bush Babies? I, what? I don't know anything about the Bush Babies. Where like. are the Bush Babies? Uh. Maybe one is in Florida. What, what happened? Um, I'm not sure. I, that's, I heard he was in Florida. Who could we ask? So who else would know the Bush? Well, let's go Q-Tip. You think Q-Tip still knows? Maybe somebody knows. Okay, question for you, Sai. Stretch knows. <laughs> question for you. Who's bigger? Mm-hmm. Bush babies or artifacts? Artifacts. Oh. Uh, I mean, as far as... No, let's say above... Artifacts. Ground. They had a... No one... Remember We is bigger than any right. Artifact song. Right. The Bush Babies. Yes. But the Bush Babies album, we never even listened to it, and we loved the Artifacts album. Right, so, right. It, but, but Remember We, the Salam remix, was the biggest that yeah. I'd say either of them did. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And since you asked earlier about the, the two stories, you know, obviously meeting most, my Dilla story comes out of that. Oh, so let's we go. Were, let's we're get we're here now. Let's yeah, we were at uh, Battery Studios okay. working on that, so... Dilla walks through, I guess he's, because Q-Tip is there and all, you know, obviously that's his guy. He walks through in the hall and I meet him in the hall. And I remember, like, Dilla, like, can you imagine? I'm finally getting my opportunity as a producer. These guys are liking my stuff. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, Dilla comes on the scene oh. and everybody's talking about Dilla. Yeah. Except they're just calling him JD. Right. And I'm like, yes, correct. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Uh, Little did you know you were dealing with something <laughs> but, different. But but then this is and I, I tell his mom this story too. I told her because um, I interact with them, you know, mom and stuff yeah. like that. And we were in the hallway, and I know this guy was like, "This guy's weird for saying this." I said, "Bro," I said, "To be honest, man, you know, I'm sorry, to, you know, to say that." I said, "Man, but I found myself, man, feeling like jealous of you, man, because you know, I'm the same story. I'm like." I'm trying to do that. And then everybody's talking about you. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, man, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. And that's it. That's my only time I ever met Dilla. How, the, you told him that I when literally him. told him that like I saw him and I just was feeling like, dang, man, this thing yeah. was eating me up. Cause I'm like, cause he's a cool guy. And, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. and you thought, obviously you thought he was dope. Yeah. And he probably thought it was like super weird. Like, I'm meeting this guy and he's telling me he's jealous and in in the streets like that could turn into like someone jealous. And I'm like, no, no, it wasn't like, but it was cool. It was cool. Meanwhile, Dilla's thinking, <laughs> where's the closest strip club? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to go see some chicks. Yeah, I was having a, uh, an emotional moment. I get it. I get it. No matter how much work you do and steady work and you're getting on these albums and you're making money, you're making a name, something like that happens and you're just like, wow, can yeah, I get I mean, a break? Dude, and even most, I mean, coming in right after that, the the Universal Magnetic, they um they were like Bush Babies were trying to come up with the final single, 
And that night, Bob was mixing. And then I went home, and I'm like, ah, making this track. And then and I ended up making the Universal Magnetic track. They didn't choose it, right? Wow. And then, you know, Paz came, and he, you know, he did that particular thing. And then um, about two weeks later, Khalil or Mr. Man brought most to my house. And that's when I played him that track. And that's when he picked the Universal Magnetic track, you know. Yeah. Is and that just most? That's him doing the horn right there. That's just him doing the horn. Yeah. And, the, and that's it. This yep. is a good set. Man, this, this thing, this, just, this is going like in clockwork right here. Okay. Because I could tell you stories about the horn, you know? Yes. We wanna, and we, we want to hear the story. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on one second. Yeah. The alphabet. <laughs> hey, hey, me. Boys rock the world. CDs and tapes help generate tapes. E, E, F is the M, part of death. G, good. H is what style B. But I grabbed the record for NFC. Roll off the tongue like this. This song was out. This is where I became a man. Remember, I agree. I was very much a college kid. This was such heavy rotation on my radio. This was like the biggest thing. Yeah, this, this was the biggest like indie yeah. thing of that moment in a lot Absolutely of ways. Right. 100%. Wait for it. I just saw Sean Jay get visibly aroused when that happened. Then still, <laughs> still hits him that way. Put that up, man. <laughs> Come on. Is this a place? Such a place that creates such a melody. Rolling. No ladies. It's a living thing. It's a living thing. It's a living thing. Love. Recognize all area crew. Whether you speak Japanese. You know what's so crazy about the single? What? Is that I, I remember constantly debating in my own head which side I wanted to play. Mm. And you did both sides. Yes. Right? Yes. If you can hunt, So you now can this her. is, so you meet Mos Def through the Bush Babies, mm-hmm. and then um, he likes your beat, that he that he rhymed over your beat on their album, right. and then you go to his house, and he, he you play him this, house, or your house, mm-hmm. you play him this. Did he already have a deal when you played him this? No. He was just making well, records. Actually, he was looking for stuff, but then Raucus had offered him a single deal. That, yeah. They were new. Yeah, this, yeah. This, it was only Super single new. deals yeah. at that point. Yeah. So yeah. they offered him a single deal. And I remember... Great guy, bro. He was just like, whatever they gave him, let's say they probably gave him $2,000. Yeah. He was like, yeah, hey, we just go split it, and I'll use this song, and I'll use this, you know, this uh, right. song. Uh, if you're home, you can hear. So. It was great. It was great, man. And how long, did you guys knock it out in one day? Uh, we recorded we recorded the Universal Magnetic. We actually started out at Skeff Anselm's house, who's, you know, of the tribe. Oh, shit, Skeff Anselm, he gets yeah. props, too. He does, <laughs> he gets props. He gets props. So we were in the Bronx. What did Skeff do? I was just about to say, who is Skeff Anselm? Maybe an engineer. Yo, Saif, we he need to get CF I think it was an engineer, right? Or something. That's what I assumed. I assume. He scared you? Bro, I did not see you go. To- <laughs> yo, Saif, that was. That door is locked, yo. Saif, that was very racist. What? That a black know, I, gentleman walks from I, the bathroom let me tell you and you go, oh, what's happening? I, what I the fuck is with you, man? I did not see any skin color. I just saw. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't see color. <laughs> I just saw a body. I nobody never, less racist than me. I never knew he was. I mean, I didn't know he wasn't back then. And I saw somebody walking. I was like, oh, we're about to die. Someone found out where we are. Yeah, I assume Skeff Anselm's got to be an engineer also. That, yeah. that would be my. Yeah, that's what I, I think. 
I mean, because, but also too, we went to his house and we recorded the vocals to Universal Magnetic there, and even even let's say the beginning part of the drums. Yeah, Mo, I'm day. If you're around Mo, so you're seen. However, you you know the name goes Dante. Whatever. He said I'm allowed to still call him Mo's. He told me that. He do. Yeah, because yeah. you told him since then. He said you're from the era where you're allowed to still call me Mo's. He gave me the pass. Okay. Now, real quick. Yeah. I didn't know him in that era. Yeah. But I was a fan in that era. No. Can I still call him Mo's? No. Nope. Yeah, oh, scene. Yes. scene. And I call him Dante. Yeah. He he probably doesn't want that. You know what I mean? But he, not- he, it, it, I'm telling you, I had this conversation with him. Yeah. I got I go how well, how do people what should we call you? And he goes, you call me what you called me when you met me. Yeah, like in so, that era. So Dante is what I was So you get Dante. Yes. Wow, Dante Thanks, privileges. Man. Yeah, something. man. <laughs> Dante Bizet was his acting name. And then. Uh, yeah, I don't even think I could call him Dante. That's like knowing Barack Obama Dante in college Smith. and calling him Barry. You're like, I know yeah. him as Barry. Yeah. That's my dude. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. Guy. So, but, it, but it, you know, in that, in that whole thing, it's, um, it's, it's just was great to work with them. So, so yeah, what were you saying about the drums? Or oh, yeah. So in the beginning, he, um, with him, and you'll notice, he gets any instrument he'll come around, he'll just come in the room. If that's an instrument, he's, yep. he is ignoring you for an hour mm-hmm. because he's, I'm around an he's instrument. He's in a zone, yeah. So, so he has to play around with the he instrument? He has to. Yeah. Anywhere he goes. If, if you have an instrument hanging on your wall. Mm. He's literally the definition wow. of artist. Right. Like he's that's such a vibe. And sometimes you like want to get work done. He's but like, he's, mm-hmm. he's in that art, man. It's just like a feeling, a zone, a sound. Wow. Yeah. But, but then, then SP was on like in the drum. So that those are the drum sounds I you know, used in the actual um, beep. And then he's over there. And he said, cat, cat, da, da, da. So he took my drums and played, and then he just started up. He plays it. A, B, I was like, oh, we have to do that. Yeah. Right. So then I put it in record and he just, he played it. He played it and we recorded it. And then he did what he did. And then I started to beat. And then you start to beat. So that part was just most playing with the machine. The machine. But I heard that happen a lot. If you listen to most devs back then, I always used to laugh. He, me and me and um, uh, Jared from Raucous we used to be like, most always has two intros. There's like this weird, some kind of weird intro, and then the intro, and then the song. And if and you he listen does to that when album, he performs too, <laughs> <laughs> he whistles, doing the whistle thing, and then so because you're right, he does the weird. Are you talking about the, the truth. Truth. A- everything? There's two intros. It's true. Did the, is is if you can haunt streaming too. Uh, it's gonna be on the tubes. I don't think it so, is. So so he did so whatever it was who was back oh, then? Yeah. Corey was around. Corey. Corey, right. and he got him some deal at Raucous with uh I don't know if Corey got him that did he get him that deal? I don't know. I'm just no, saying No, no, was, no. Corey was around, but he was no. more with Talib, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um Right, no, no, right, he, right. Yeah, most came in, you know. And then he got um, the deal. Oh, um Shaka? Shaka, but Shaka was later. Okay. Shaka never became his manager. Yeah, he was just around. Yeah, he yeah. was around more like Q-tip and stuff like that. Right. You know what right. I mean? But since you um, since you mentioned Corey, this is a good play to say. Uh, Talking about Corey Smith, uh-huh. the uh, per, the manager of... At the uh, time, time, De La Soul. De La Soul. Uh-huh. Talib Kweli. Talib Kweli. Black Some, Star together, sometimes right? Sometimes most yes. dev, yeah, he helped. Yeah. And now Dave Chappelle. Most, yeah. dev, most dev can't have a manager. It's just like he tried. whoever helps he him did. out like his, around his, that his time. His parents were helping him. And yeah, Abi. Abi and then. This is, come on. What is this? This is a sample? Sample. Um, Brian Auger, Oblivion Express. It's this. a Herbie Hancock 
Maiden Voyage. This is clear, so I, he owns 30% of the song. So I do. Let's be rough for life, so we'll rise and give praises. Turn my face to where the mic sun raises. My book around pages, filled with phrases that are mixed. I could go on for days. First name Dante, last name Bizet. What's his last name? Bizet with, but isn't that Smith is his government name, quote unquote. Okay. Bizet is his acting name. Dante Bizet? Bizet, yeah. First name Dante, last name. Is that his name I when he was on um, Cosby Mysteries? Yeah, Bizet. Mm-hmm. So that was... That was uh, well, when he did Brown Sugar, he was just most deaf. No, no, I'm yeah, talking about yeah. Cosby Mysteries. I know. Yeah, I, don't yeah. remember, I don't remember Cosby yep. Mysteries. Well, you're not, you're not in the... And I, now would the just, I would now just refer to them to as uh, NBC series of mysteries. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Um, okay, okay. So uh, <laughs> where exactly were we? I just got excited listening to that song. We were talking about You're about to tell a Corey story. Oh, Corey, well, yes, it's actually a story about you. So th- oh. This is, oh, here we are. Is it more racism? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, this, maybe this, this is the parenthetical insertion. Finally, I get style. mixed in because Kanye documentary. I'm left out, chopped out. Yeah, so you were a part of this particular story, and you yeah. didn't even know it, right? Okay. So, and th- this goes into the whole. Um, it can lead into the sampling, but it leads into like, let's say, my name, right? Yeah. Sean J. Period and stuff yeah. like that, right? So, I'm in, you know. The guys are gone. I'm, I'm working, doing my thing. I'm in Brooklyn. And a friend comes up and says, hey, man, you know, I didn't know that you were DJing downtown. I'm like, I'm not DJing downtown, <laughs> right? So then I'm like, you know, so then Corey, right? And, and I mean, Corey has one of his assistants or whatever reach out to me. Corey, and, and I'm like, said, something about doing a mixtape. And I was like, I'm not doing a mixtape. Corey talked. He said, oh, man, I'm sorry, man. I meant for them to call DJJ period, but they called you, right? So I'm like, okay. Okay. Uh-huh. And then it it gets to the point I see you on Sucker Free and you said, straight from the street, sucker free, we have SJ period in the house. And he says, J period turns to you and says, No, <laughs> I'm J period. Oh shit. Right? You didn't know that. Yeah. But at that point, I was already starting to trademark my name and do all of that stuff like that, right? So I was like, oh, wow. And that's the definition of wow. you know confusion in the marketplace yeah. is the definition of trademark infringement. So should we go here? It's a happy No, ending. this is very interesting. I just never thought about it. It's a happy ending. Because I didn't yeah. know J period until like sort of later. Right. So I never thought about that you guys had crossover time like that. Yeah. Where but, your names were and, basically and the I same. Had, I, I was in the, in the mix, but I was pulling back. I was, you know, working to get a fam and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Right. But the, the blend time, it was almost like mad skills. Because I didn't know, I'm not mad anymore. Yeah. It was like this blend. Right. So to the point where Corey has people calling me confused and then to see you say that wow sj perry he said yeah. no i'm j perry right his name is joel right so yeah and i'm like oh that's wow. crazy so then you know going through my trademark with the patent and trademark you know office and stuff like that and i hired an in, uh, intellectual property attorney and stuff and then i'm like you know we have to ha- do something about this right so she issues a cease and desist right because i'm like hey this to is j period j period right? wow right so and I knew she was going to do that. And then eventually he hired. He was like, oh, no, you know, whatever. And so he wanted to talk. He said he wanted to talk. So I realized he knew who I was, but he wasn't trying to be me. Right. Mm-hmm. So at that point, it's like, uh, and I'm thinking about, man, it would cost a bunch of money. And it's like, you know, obviously I was out first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Using the brand and stuff like that. So we agreed to do uh, um, a coexistence. We have a coexistence agreement to clear up anything. If anyone gets the confusion, you know, oh, no, that's. 
Jay Period over there, and this is Sean, Sean J. Sean Period, Jay the producer, right? right, right. But you know, wow. you, why? You, why is I've never asked him why is Jay Period's name Jay Period? And I never even asked that. I, I, thinking about, I never even asked you. Had you come up with your name? Mine. Yeah. I know how I gave up my yeah, name. Yeah, what's you yours? Know? Yeah, well, guess Sean, what? Sean Jay, and then used to be just Sean Jay, like Steady B, and then college I had you know a little bit more mouth. They were like, yeah, send him in there, like period to the point, you know, mm-hmm. feeling myself a little bit right. So. I added period on just being period to the point. You know what I mean? So I was that since mm. I was in Richmond. But, yeah, and I never asked him the question. But fun, you know. That's, I called that's, him SJ period. SJ period. And he turned to so he said, no, but I knew, I'm J period. Yeah, but I, it must have been a, a, a slip because I know he wasn't Sean J period. Right, right, right. But when you said it, I was when like. When you what? hear J period, yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But, but anyway, after, I thought since I'm here with you, you know what I mean? Yeah, just, man, you know, of course. But it's a happy ending. We're, we're good. I've, I've interacted. I set off a lawsuit. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, look what you did, Saif. I just texted him randomly out of the blue. I was like, hey, why is your name J period? <laughs> and the real surprise, guess who's in this bathroom right here? Come on out, Jay. <laughs> Kelsey, Kelsey, get it, get it. No, Saif, you wouldn't be scared because J period's white. So you wouldn't even react if he walked out of the closet for no reason. <laughs> That's very interesting though. I never really I never really put yeah. all put put all that together. Yeah. But but we're good though. We you know, we've interacted since then and stuff like that. Yeah, we mentioned Kanye in passing. You got you and Kanye feel like you had crossover time. Did you guys have interactions or we no? We did it because right when I watched that documentary, I literally can you imagine? So I'm I'm here and I stop and and I stop uh putting a bunch of stuff out for various reasons. The sample thing, you know, mainly really the sin just kind of pulling back. Had got recently got married at the time. The guys are doing Black Star. I'm not really, you know, involved anymore. Right. And then when I watched the documentary, I literally it's almost like looking at your life. Yeah. Cause it literally picks up from when they were Mm-hmm. Black Star meeting him. It's right after you. Like literally, like yeah. months. You know, and I and I sit and I'm like, and I don't regret my life. Like I, you know, I love my life, love my fam and all this stuff like that. But it's fascinating to see yeah, that. And no it. one, no one is gonna watch it like that. You know what I mean? No, I'm, of course. I'm well, I did. It's funny because yeah. I watched certain parts of it. I was like, oh, that's when this happened and this happened. Cause um, but yeah, but like you literally stop and then they're not gonna stop because you stop. Yeah, of course. So they keep going and then what's the next thing? And if you didn't stop, who knows if they would have been there that day to meet that person, you know yeah, what I mean? For sure, for sure. But but hold on, before you talk about how you stop, I just gotta go. So you have um so you do the most deaf singles mm-hmm. and then you did Black Star? Nothing H- on Hater Black Star. Star. Hater Player and Hater Children's Play. Story. And Children's Story. Wait, Children's Story is Black Star? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay, not most deaf. You thought most. Oh, yeah. Because I what, love what, Children's what, Story. What was he man. talking about on there? Hip hop. It's about Puff what? and. Who? Huh? It was about Puff, you think? Were I confused? <laughs> yeah, man. It, it was. Look, it, it was the whole thing. They were kind of in that mode where it's like the jiggy thing was there and there. But. We we were he performed that at the um Lyricist Lounge. Yeah. Mm. And that was right after Big got killed, right? So Oh really? So he and first of all, you had to think, why was Puff at the Lyricist Lounge? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Always like, was. Yeah, but I mean I'm saying, but he at was that time. there. Right. And then because obviously he's large, he's exec, he's doing, you know, but most performed that song at the Lyricist Lounge. And right after the show, Puff comes up with some people and some, you know, some of most, you know, Muslim guys. So they yeah. had kind of some guys with him. And he was like, basically, I don't remember all the words, but like, 
you need to be more sensitive. You I know what this, this environment, I environment this, yep. is, you know. I 100% remember that happening. And I remember being scared. Because I'm like, where oh, was gosh. it? Where was the Lyricist Lounge? Do you remember? No, I don't remember. So, but was it El Flamingo? I don't know. Puff said, Puff said to most, you need to be careful in this environment. Yeah, like what you're, how you're conduct saying, you know, because he was basically talking about him sampling. I mean, he was just talking about him sampling. Like yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't that deep. No, but it, it wasn't was a deep, deep time. It was a deep time. It was but a deep when time. He, he stepped to him at, we were outside and I'm thinking like, I'm driving, that. I'm driving y'all home. Yeah. Your wife big is there. Was Moo there? Remember Moo, the big security guard? That used to be with most all the time. No, no, I think he was with Q-Tip at that time. No, but but it's funny because um, Puff was always around that. Like we know Puff is a big record executive that made all these big, big, big hits. But he's an underground head, right. okay. and 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 he would always be at the like the underground shows and listening to. He would listen to um, my show. That's how I know. Show. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a, he's he's a, he's ahead. He's very interesting that way. Um, how many other random are we forgetting? Like stuff like this, for example. How many random things are there like this? Uh, nice shout out here too. You don't ha, stop, ha. baby. Mm-hmm. Sean J, baby. Yeah. What? Period. Uh, uh. OC, baby. OC again? It's from Lyricist Lounge. <laughs> Triple vinyl album. Yeah. This is the one I put off the album. First style, baby. Uh-huh. Is this post sample? No, it's still sample, but I was I was just playing. I was taking notes of everything and playing it. You know what I mean? So what's poppin', baby? I haven't heard from you lately. We used to conversate day to day on the deli. Remember when I saw so you? You mean most of you do a couple records with him? And he's Say just it. calling you. Or you're just hanging with him. Say it again. You're just hanging with most. Like at any moment, he might need something for something. You're the guy. No, no, no back oh, then. But yeah, no, no. Just once, once we locked in with Universal Magnetic, that was it. You locked we in. Just, yeah, the guy. We were just there. And also, too, he was he had just got recently married to a genie. And Mo, look, most has a car, but most didn't drive. Mm-hmm. So it almost was like friend, producer, pseudo driver. Yeah, like, you right, know everything. Like, yeah. At that time, you, you know? were on most of people were like, yo, you were the kid down south. You're like, who? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who I used to be. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's um, so you know what you should do? What? We should go over to Patreon. Now? I think it's time. Yeah. But we're right at the juicy. Okay, it's always a juicy okay, part. Okay, let's go. Patreon.com slash is life. You can always catch more of our interviews. Um, it's like $300 a month. It's fine. It's much less than that. It's okay, $750. Okay, okay. It's okay. reasonable. Yeah. 